You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Oh man, life comes at you fast during football season. It is football season and it is fast and furious. I just saw it pop up on one of the TV screens in front of me. Week four in college football. That's a month in already. Week three in the NFL begins in the Bay Area with the San Francisco 49ers advancing to 3-0. And as much as the numbers would indicate it was extremely lopsided against the Giants, it was a slower start for the Niners. Uh, Maybe chalk that up to the fact that it was a Thursday night and there wasn't as much time to prepare for what is a challenging defense in the New York Giants. Ultimately, though, too many weapons for the Niners and not enough protection for Daniel Jones and certainly not enough help without Saquon Barkley, who we now know has a high ankle sprain. He did share that information with Taylor, excuse me, hiccup, Taylor Rooks, who was part of the Amazon broadcast, Amazon Prime for Thursday Night Football, and he told her that it's really pain tolerance. As much as it is a high ankle sprain, he has gotten better throughout the week, and it's not as bad as what you would typically associate with the diagnosis high ankle sprain. Now, because the Giants have this extended stretch where they're off, almost a mini-buy, if you will. It's a lot tougher to have a mini-buy when you're coming off a loss, but they have a mini-buy, And he's thinking that he might be ready to play in week number three. Of course, they'll continue to do the rehab, the treatment, and we'll see. But for the Giants now, at this point, they fall into a one and two hole. And in the NFC East, gosh, it looks so different after a couple of days. Not just because the Giants are now one and two, and there are three other teams that have yet to absorb their first loss. The Commanders are home to take on the Bills, so that's a tough challenge for Washington. We'll see if those two teams survive. But I'm thinking about the Dallas Cowboys as we head into week number three. Here we are, third week of the NFL season and another devastating injury to a star player. We're going to get to the game between the Niners and the Giants, of course. And I know we have a big Bay Area audience. We appreciate those of you who listen in Northern California, not just in the San Francisco area, but also Sacramento and Oakland and some of the other areas around the Bay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the Niners for sure. And also the Giants and 
some of their injuries really coming back to bite him in the rear, especially on a, a shorter work week. But the big news from the NFL on Thursday, during practice, the Dallas Cowboys lose one of their defensive stars. Trayvon Diggs has made a splash since he got into the NFL. And he's a huge loss for the number one ranked defense in the league. They've allowed the fewest number of yards and the fewest points through the first two weeks. He's a guy who's always... Well, more than likely paired up with the best receiver on the other team, but also he has 18 interceptions since she got into the league. Just now starting his fourth season, and since he entered the NFL, going back to 2020, the COVID year, he's tied for the most picks in the league with J.C. Jackson of the Chargers. This is a huge loss for the Cowboys. As much as they, along with the Niners, have looked like the best teams in the NFL to start, this has to give pause to not just the Cowboys themselves, but also thinking about their prospects moving forward. It doesn't mean the defense can't be good. Their stars... Pretty much every unit of that defense. But this is a painful blow, especially happening in a drill in practice. Major news for the Dallas Cowboys. They have lost one of their best defenders, really one of the best defenders in the NFL for the season. Trayvon Diggs, the star corner who got a massive contract extension before the season. Five years, $97 million, one of the highest paid corners in the NFL suffered a torn ACL during practice today. My understanding is it was during one-on-one drills, a non-contact injury, something that really left players who were watching crushed. It was evident immediately that it was a major, major injury. He was later spotted on crutches, had an MRI. The MRI confirmed that Diggs is now out for the season. So this Cowboys defense which has really uh, made our heads pop with all the plays that they made this year. Micah Parsons and others, so much of that is because of the back end and the way they play. Now they are not going to have digs for the rest of the season, leading to an outpouring of support across the NFL. Hmm. That stinks. It stinks a lot. And so here we are into week three of the NFL season, and the Cowboys weren't going to play on Thursday, of course, but... We've started week three of the NFL season, and we've lost three stars in three weeks. Aaron Rodgers week one. Week two, just the Nick Chubb injury that also happened on national TV. Both of those Monday nights, and now on a Thursday night. we The big loss that's overshadowing the game is... Trayvon Diggs. So, yeah, that sucks. I know we have injuries every week, and we could talk about some of the other ones, too. I mean, Austin Eckler's out for an extended stretch. The Ravens already lost their top rusher in J.K. Dobbins. We had talked about this earlier in the week. 
coming off of Monday Night Football, Shaq Thompson, the linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. Even if you don't expect the Panthers to do much this season, it's still a big blow for them because of his experience. Bryce Young won't play this weekend. Anthony Richardson's in concussion protocol. It's, yeah, it's been a start to the season that as much as, you know, we've already enjoyed some incredible plays and cool moments and jaw-dropping results. The injuries to me in these first three weeks have to be the headline. Ian Rappaport on NFL game day with some of the details. So one-on-one drill in practice, non-contact, knew right away something was horribly wrong. So we've had a torn Achilles, a dislocated kneecap and ligaments for Nick Chubb, and now a torn ACL for Trayvon Diggs. Now the Cowboys do have veterans on the defense. And remember, adding Stephon Gilmore is a big deal. But the talent the Diggs is, and the youth there as well. Just also the bravado, the boldness. The fact that he talks the talk, but also walks the walk and has kind of that brash leadership. He's been a lot of fun since he got into the league. I'm sure that was an extremely sobering moment for the Cowboys, but also real painful for him and all the promise with Dallas this season. And when you know right away that it's a season ender, that's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of depressing for Cowboys fans, I'm sure. But the NFL as a whole is better with him on the field, even if you're not a Cowboys fan. I said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, certainly Nick Chubb, even Joe Burrow. Don't know whether or not he'll play Monday. Dealing with the calf injury, maybe not fully healed yet. The NFL's better when Joe Burrow is on the field. By the way, if I am if I remember correctly, our friend Boomer Esiason is being inducted into the Bengals Ring of Honor on Monday. So that's a Monday night game in Cincinnati in which they take on the Rams. And I really hope that Joe Burrow can play. So the injuries, even into the early stages of week three, already making an impact on some of the contenders in the league. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to head into a football Friday. We're going to talk about the game that we saw on Thursday night, some of the matchups for Sunday and Monday. It's another doubleheader on Monday. Excited to put out the candidates for the After Hours Game of the Week. You get to choose. We'll put those up on Twitter, After Hours CBS, as well as on our Facebook page. Couple of really cool conversations to share with you tonight. Number one, a member of the Baltimore Ravens. At 2-0, they're on top of one of the toughest divisions in football. And linebacker David Ojabo, he's got an awesome story. He didn't start playing football until he was 17 years old. 
He is Scottish Nigerian. And he came to the United States when he was a teenager. His family stayed behind. He migrated to the United States, came to go to school, went to Michigan on a football scholarship, played for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. As he decided to declare for the NFL, he went through the combine. He made a lot of noise at the combine. And then he was part of the Michigan Pro Day and promptly blew out his Achilles. In winter of 22, or early spring of 22, at Michigan's Pro Day, he's running through a drill and he tears his Achilles. Then has to wait through the first round of the draft. He was initially projected to be a first rounder. Doesn't get selected in the first round. Falls to the second round to the Ravens and the other Harbaugh. And the only reason he fell to the second round is because of the torn Achilles. I actually went back and watched his draft story in preparation for my conversation with David. And it was very emotional. I I got teary just watching because his journey is so unique. Moving here by himself to attend school, learning how to play football. It's kind of cute in the, the video that I watched about him and his family. His parents, they told me they weren't going to allow him to come to the United States unless he had really good grades. I think they challenged him. He had to have a certain GPA or a certain straight A's, I guess, was was the thing. And they thought that would deter him. But instead, he attacked it. And he got better grades than even what they had expected from him. And so they sent him over here by himself. Ultimately slips to the second round, gets drafted by the Ravens, has to wait through most of his rookie year until he's ready to go. I think he played one or two games, maybe one regular season game, and then the playoff game for the Ravens against the Bengals. Did have a sack, I think, in that playoff game or at the end of last season. But this is his first full year. And the Ravens are playing some stingy defense already. David Ojabo is having the time of his life. And he's a great talker. He's a lot of fun. We'll have that conversation with him. Mm, Let's see. We'll come up at the... We'll do it at the top of the next hour. I I talked to him this afternoon uh, after practice before they had team meetings. So David will maybe use that conversation at the top of the next hour or sometime next hour. And for those of you who were with me a couple of weeks ago, this would have been going into Labor Day weekend. We had a special guest on the show, Boston Rob Mariano, who was offered to us by CBS, CBS TV, not sports as in CBS big TV. (laughs) It's a show called Secret Celebrity Renovation. And a couple times during this third season of the show, they've had athletes featured. And it was DeMar Hamlin going into Labor Day weekend. 
And he and Rob Mariano's team, the team at Secret Celebrity Renovation, they gutted his grandmother's house. Essentially gave her an all new place. This Friday's episode is Devontae Adams. And it is really cool. I had a chance to preview it. He's back in East Palo Alto, California. By the way, he's fierce with a sledgehammer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And this time, we get to connect with Nichelle Turner. You may know from her days at CNN covering sports. She covered the NFL. Then she was on Entertainment Tonight and now is the host of Secret Celebrity Renovation. She's awesome. She was home with Devontae and his family and highlighted not just his growing up in East Palo Alto, but also the sweet relationship with his grandma. And so I had a chance to catch up with her as well. So fun guest tonight. David Ojabo of the Baltimore Ravens, Nichelle Turner of Secret Celebrity Renovation. And then after hours game of the week, Niners Giants, lots of preview, lots of getting you set for the football weekend. It's going to fly by. We're going to say farewell to the work week and usher in Friday and the weekend. And you can find us on Twitter after hours CBS. That's where all our polls come from. Also on our Facebook page. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I am sufficiently excited about football this weekend. I am not excited about the tropical storm that's coming up the East Coast. (laughs) Some of you sent me advice for running my half marathon on Saturday. Oi. All that training just kind of goes out the window if it's a tropical rainstorm. But, I gotta fight! <laughs> but I'm going anyway. So I'll tell you more about my plans coming up. And I hope you have some fun weekend plans too. Hard to believe we're heading into the last full weekend of September. Whoa. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Forge Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Forty-Niners take out Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave bring in Javon Kinlaw and Kevin Givens to rush inside. Hodgins goes in motion. Play action, Bosa! All over Daniel Jones on the one-yard line. Bosa completely unblocked there against their embattled right tackle. Evan Neal just hit Daniel Jones right after he made the play action fake. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. First sack for Nick Bosa this season. And he ends up with not just the sack, but a pair of QB hits as the Niners are able to hold the Giants at bay in the Bay Area. That was not on purpose. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. At one point, though, early in the third quarter, this was only a five-point spread. After a Matt Breida touchdown run, the Giants had a chance at a two-point conversion. Daniel Jones got sacked. And instead, it remains 17-12. And from that point on, the Niners were in a different gear. Uh, The Giants did not score again through the rest of the second half. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, looking at the schedule, this game would have been a little more enticing, probably a lot more competitive in the second half, if not for the loss of Saquon Barkley, as well as, it wasn't just him, also Andrew Thomas missing from the offensive line. So that was a big deal because Daniel Jones was under a lot of pressure. Some of the other games, though, with some intrigue this weekend. Patriots-Jets? I don't know. Is Zach Wilson? Maybe not. It could be a redux of 2022. But how about Bills and Commanders? Or, hmm, it's interesting to look at some of the matchups because it's not quite the same as what we've had the last couple of weeks with a bunch of divisional games. There are a few. But there's also a bunch where there were some starters or where quarterbacks are missing. I actually think Philadelphia at Tampa Bay is going to be fun. (laughs) Both 2-0 teams. By the way, the Eagles played Sunday week one. I'm sorry, I got that completely wrong. Dallas and Arizona probably wouldn't have been interesting at all or shouldn't have been interesting at all, but now there'll be a little more attention on it just because of the Trayvon Diggs injury. What do you think, Jay? I love Eagles Bucks, to be honest, but I also mm-hmm. like Chargers Vikings, two zero and two teams where one season might be on the fringe and one's going to maybe save their season. I like that. That's an intriguing matchup. So we'll have to put up our poll for after hours game of the week. But yes, some eclectic battles coming up in week number three. It reminds me a little bit of early season college football where in non-conference play, and you'll have some schools that are already into conference play in week three, but in some non-conference play, you end up with these very weird matchups. Texas and Wyoming last week, right? Just um, different because the schools have to fill out their schedules. And this is not a weekend in which you have a ton of high-profile divisional matchups, Uh, but there certainly are some games with a ton of 
storylines and headlines and what happens here. And and as Jay points out, which teams that are 0-2 get off the schneid. And we had asked you about that uh, on our last show. The poll is st- or not the poll. The question still open for business on both Twitter and Facebook. Which 0-2 teams still can make the playoffs? Which ones give you confidence and which ones are sunk? Neither one of the teams on Thursday night were seeking their first win. But it is a Thursday night. It's always challenging. For that reason, I stayed away from the Niners as my Survivor Island pick because I just didn't feel comfortable on a Thursday. And you got to be you got to be somewhat patient, I think with teams on Thursday nights because it's such a quick turnaround time. Often it will take these teams a little bit to find a groove, to find a rhythm. And that was the case for the San Francisco 49ers. Purdy, Brock Purdy was completing about 50% of his passes early. He misfired on a few. And so they really didn't find a rhythm and settle in until maybe second quarter or so when they had back-to-back 11 play drives. Third and five, Purdy shotgun. McCaffrey will empty the backfield, goes in motion outside the numbers. Who's going to pick him up? Nobody picks him up. Okereke does now, finally. You like that matchup, low snap? They throw it towards the end zone. It is caught by Ronnie Bell. Penalty. Flag is down. Do I give it? Touchdown! San Francisco! At the four-yard line. Two receivers to the left, motion from Samuel to the right. McCaffrey in the backfield. Purdy gets the shotgun snap, gives to McCaffrey. McCaffrey up the middle and into the end zone for the touchdown. For the 12th straight game, Christian McCaffrey puts six on the board and a 16-3 lead for San Francisco. Our friend Kevin Kugler on Westwood One and before that Greg Papa on the Niners radio network. So, yes, in the second quarter, back-to-back 11 play drives, which gives them an edge, one they would not relinquish, though Matt Breida with his first touchdown of the season. That's the one where the Giants pulled within a score but then couldn't get that two-point conversion. Ultimately, too many weapons, too much strength, too many options, and too much time with the football for the Niners as they battled the Giants. Purdy in the gun, McCaffrey to his right. Warner comes underneath, play action. Purdy back time, throws over the middle, caught by Debo. Samuel makes a man miss, a second man, a third man. He runs out of his tackle, a fourth man. (laughs) Debo can't be tackled. They finally drop him on the giant 33-yard line. He broke four tackles on that play. Oh, Debo Samuel had quite a night, and afterwards, a reporter asked him if he ever considers just falling down instead of using so much energy to battle defenders. That's not the way I think. Uh, I just try to get every yard possible for it's like moving the chains and stuff. But um, it's just my mindset. I'm not just going to fall to the ground. It's just like allow one person to bring me down. Mm. So he won't fall to the ground, but he was on the ground for a bit. A bit of an injury scare. For a while there, I'm thinking, oh, you've got to be kidding me. We're going to have another major offensive piece taken out by injury. Uh, it's It looked like and sounds like he had the wind knocked out of him. I, uh, I actually fell on the ball, 
And uh, <laughs> I thought it was my ribs. I think the wind got knocked out of me. But uh, after going in the tent and everything, check it out, fine, I was good. Mm, thankfully, he was back on the field right away and actually had a little more something-something for Niners fans. Second down, seven. Purdy in the gun. Elijah Mitchell now in. Use check. One of the come in motion. Purdy says stay where you are as a right wing. Right slot. Kittle's a left wing with Ray Ray. They're going to throw. And here's Purdy. Going to throw one deep. Wide for Debo. Made the catch on the back shoulder. Touchdown! San Francisco! And a back shoulder banger for Debo Samuel. Real happy to be 3 0 right now. It's, you know, there's not, it's really cool to do it after a Thursday night game. There's not many times in the NFL where you get to enjoy a win more than just that night. So um, it's always cool when you win on Thursdays. You know, I told the guys, you know, if they want to win and have a weekend off, you know, we got to earn it. And um, those guys did. And now you can sit back and relax a little bit, kind of enjoy um, how these last three weeks have gone and be ready to go on Monday. It's huge. Um, obviously, you want to win every game, but. Um, you know, we have a high standard. We have a, a standard that, you know, we want to be the best versions of ourselves. And, and um, you know, so for us, it's sort of like, yeah, we win, we win the game, which is most important, which is great. Um, but there's stuff out there that we can, you know, clean up and be, and be better at. So um, that's the standard that, you know, we have here. And, um, you know, we have, what, 14 more games to do that, you know, <laughs> to, to be the best versions of ourselves and clean things up. So um, we're going to take it one day at a time. And, but it's huge for us to be, you know, 3-0 and, and have momentum. It is impressive to watch Brock Purdy now as the established starter. The team is his. The offense is his. He not only can deliver the ball and the money, he had a couple of extremely accurate throws once he settled in. So early on, he misfired a bunch and was only completing about 50% of his passes. But once he settled in, he can put the ball on the money. And has got zip on it as well. His first 300-yard passing game in the regular season, he ultimately finishes 25 of 37, has a couple of touchdowns to go along with 310 yards. But, yeah, they only had three points in the first quarter, and they were only two for five in the red zone. So it wasn't a perfect game. It's just that if you want the weekend off, Kyle Shanahan says, uh, you have to win this game. And now they get a mini bye, and they can take the weekend and – breathe and recover from the aches and pains. And it's interesting too, uh, George Kittle, who loves to talk and and I do love to hear him talk. Uh, he was doing an interview on NBC Sports Bay Area and the Niners haven't started 3-0 in quite a while. It's I think goes back to the 90s. Uh, I don't quote me on that, but I remember I was hearing it. I was listening to Kevin Kugler on Westwood One and they were talking about how long it's been since the Niners started 3-0. And so they've obviously had a couple of NFC championship games. They went to the Super Bowl uh, and played against the Chiefs five years ago. And George Kittle, as he was doing this interview, was asked about this team and how it differs from that one that did get all the way to the Super Bowl where they lost to Kansas City. I think in 2019, no one really expected us to be that good. And... Uh, so we might have caught a couple teams by surprise. This season, we're not going to catch anybody by surprise. You look at our roster top to bottom. Uh, you look at what we've done the past couple of years. Um, people, every time they play us, are going to give us their best shot. And so we need to give everybody our best shot. I'd say that's what the biggest difference is. And our team's done a great job of, you know, our defense has played well. Our offense has put up 30 points a game. Uh, there's definitely still a lot of meat left on the bone out there for our offense. So we're going to continue to try to put more points up there. So our defense doesn't have to always play that good. 
But uh, we hope that they do. So I'd say that's the biggest difference. I need to stop listening to Westwood One with half my ear. Marco tells me they were 3-0 in 2019. But that was the first time since 98. Oh. So maybe you caught <laughs> part of the back end saying. of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I don't feel completely, uh, well, completely foolish. I, I do a lot of times feel completely <laughs> foolish, but not in this particular case. Yeah. So I love to watch the way this offense has come together. Um, the They have so many weapons and Purdy just is the center cog in the wheel, if you will. And even on a night when Christian McCaffrey doesn't have as much room to run, I mean, the offensive line is great, but he ends up with, what was it, 85 yards, I think, in this game. Uh, so it doesn't have as much room to run um, because the Giants clearly wanted to stop him as much as they could. Purdy can hurt you, and he can pass the ball, or he can spread the ball around with Debo and with George, and obviously with Jawan Jawan Jennings, who is one of his favorite targets as well. It's it's neat to see these guys work. Even Ronnie Bell catches a touchdown uh, on this night, this Thursday night game that kicks off week number three. So we'll have more from the Niners, uh, especially Nick Bosa. The defense, as they are able to limit the Giants to just a dozen points and only give up one touchdown, but also from the Giants' perspective, uh, it's kind of scary. Well, scary. Scary would be overstating it. It's not optimal to fall behind in the NFC East because of the potential of the that division with the Eagles, certainly with the Cowboys, uh, and, and obviously the commanders who have got a new quarterback and believe they found their franchise quarterback and a fierce defense. I mean, that division is a challenge from top to bottom. So you don't want to fall too far behind. But the good news is that Saquon Barkley, while he has a high ankle sprain, it's not expected to keep him out as long as what you would consider typical. And according to Taylor Rooks on Amazon, uh, Saquon told her it's really more about managing the pain and navigating the pain. Marco, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Do you see what these are? <gasps> are those what I think they are? They are. I have to lick all these envelopes. Really? I don't. Yeah, I didn't get the kind of self-stick envelopes. I get a sponge. You don't have to actually lick them. Do we have any sponges here at work? Oh, you need to do it here. Well, I don't. He- I just want to drop them off at the post office in the morning. Okay. Uh-huh. Um... Do I think we have sponges here? What about a paper towel? A wet paper towel? uh, That might work. Uh, Do we have running water? Uh, I don't even even know. Like, do we? Um, I hope so. I hope so. That would be my concern first before Uh, I would worry about even looking for a sponge. We do have a bubbler. We have a bubbler that actually is working this week. Okay. All right. All right. And would you, you can volunteer to lick a few envelopes. I'm if you good. Want. Thank you, though. <laughs> I appreciate the I can offer. Do a couple. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm good. Thank you. I, you're going to lick a couple? I can do a couple. I went into the post office today to buy stamps, and it's the first time in forever, maybe ever, that I cared what the stamps look like. But I wanted pretty stamps to go along with the wedding invitations. And so I got, uh, yeah, really pretty, actually, uh, stamps that they look like they're, they have a bunch of different brightly colored bubbles on them. They're embossed. And in the bubbles, it says celebrate. It's all kind of cute. Did they yeah. give you like a whole bunch to choose from? He did, actually. Right. And they were up on a board near... Uh, the front of the post office. So I went over to look and I asked him, hey, do you have those those pretty mm. celebrate stamps? So on the wedding invitations, it says celebrate. Very nice. I don't know how many people who receive a wedding invitation will actually notice the stamp, but I think it's cool that it matches the embossed labels. 
my mom and her husband mm-hmm. printed the labels. It's no, a family yeah, affair. I, I, I'll be fair. I, I've never noticed a stamp before. So Ever? Uh, probably not. No. Wow. I, I mean, the upside down airplane in Brewster's Millions, that one I remember. <laughs> but I, no, and a regular... Wow. You know, Is it just a no. girl thing then that we, I we try to, I try to match my stamps with the envelopes? I don't try to look at this as like male and female. I'm okay. oblivious to most things when it comes to stuff like that. I mm. don't notice. You know, everybody's like, oh, did you notice the, the new curtain? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. I have no idea, nor do I care. What about if your wife gets her hair cut? Uh, I noticed that it was cut. Yes, yes, I could see that. If you change your physical appearance, I notice that. Oh. If you have a new shirt on, do I know that it's new? No. The hell do I know? I mean, just because you wear the same four shirts every day. That's every a, other day. That's a bit mm, short because okay. there's more than four. But How there many? are. Oh, I have a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> now, are they all virtually the same concept? Yes, they're all black, and they all have some sort of you know graphic design of whether it's music or movies. Yes, so it's very easy to think that they're all the same. They're not. But I would understand if people only think there's a few. I just don't care. Same hat. Yes. For how long? Uh, this is about two years old. Oh, okay. So you do get new hats at least. It's yeah, just, I just the get same, the same design. One. Gotcha. I get the same one. All right. Just I know you got a lot on your plate. No, I just hats don't care. Are not these are these are the things that go right past me. Those are the <laughs> things that I don't care about. I focus my energy elsewhere. Well, just so you know, they're pretty. But those are nice. They're multicolored. They're embossed stamps. They say celebrate because we're celebrating. Very nice. I'm glad you pointed it out though, because I wouldn't notice it. We're celebrating pigs no, flying. Uh, if there's running water, I would get the I would go to the paper towel route. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would want to sit there. I mean, that looks like a pretty good sized stack. Yeah. I don't know if you'd want to sit there and, and and lick all those before you have to go home and go sleep. I yeah. I, I wouldn't. Mm. Me personally. Yeah. You remember know, the one si- or two. remember the Seinfeld skit? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily going to go the way for you, but I just, I, I, I don't know. That would be after like three or four, be like, what the hell are we doing here? This is disgusting. <laughs> it is gross. So. All right, fine. I'll get a paper towel and I'll do that during commercials. <laughs> there you go. See, I didn't realize you wanted to do this on the way home. I was going to well, say, I would no, go home and get the sponge. I just want to mail them on Friday morning. That's all. Okay. Do you have yeah. to actually take them to the post office? Is yeah, like too many to I'm throw gonna. in the mail? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. This is special. I'm gonna okay. make a. And the right. post office is all of a mile from my house, so it's it's good. I'll See, just drive know, by the po- there. Is the post office busy anymore? Or is that like not anymore? Uh, it's is it busy in my town. Is it? Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm busy in, in my town. Is it? I don't go Always. to the post office much anymore. Uh, you know, that was something we had to do a long time ago. I feel like we don't have to do that stuff anymore. Do you? When was the last time you mailed something? I mail things, you know, irregularly. There's there's a couple of bills that I have that I actually have to physically write a check me and too. send it in the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe once or twice a month I will yeah. mail something, which puts me at the post office what once every eight months to get a roll of stamps. I yeah. mean, like I never go. Yeah, I I go to mail packages sometimes because I mail cookies to people or mail packages, and then yeah, when I nice. do need stamps, same thing. I didn't have enough stamps, and I wanted pretty stamps to go on the wedding invitation. Those are special so. stamps, yes. Yes, so yes. that's why I went to the post office, but I hadn't been there. In quite a while, so which is what been like I said, I feel months. like you know, I, I feel like it used to be a, a but chore. I, but I, feel I like usually now you get it in and out. But I do write cards to people. In fact, Bob and I huh. exchange cards on a regular basis. But I also send thank you notes to people. So I just mm. happen to keep stamps, you know, and I, I mm. buy I don't know forty at a time so that I have plenty and don't have to go back. But these are special. Those are nice. These, yes, thank you. At least yeah. you noticed. Not the regular, you know, roll. Yeah, no, those are nice. Uh, I'm really happy with them. Although. Nah, no, no, although no, 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 you could get a, another stamp maybe underneath to to 
Does it say forever at the bottom? <laughs> no. Are there forever stamps? Because no. I think that would be a nice little touch. Oh, that's true. Good point. We're, I like we're, that. We're forever nice. at the bottom. <laughs> See, uh, I think of things. I'm impressed with that. Thank you, Marco. That's not bad. On Twitter, ALAW Radio, on our Facebook page, too. We're glad to have you with us. Top of the hour, next hour, uh, conversation with Ravens linebacker David Ojabo. Uh, we've also got Nichelle Turner of Secret Celebrity Renovation. We've got our poll for After Hours Game of the Week, which we'll get up very soon. You are listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To the After Hours Podcast. Purdy in the gun. McCaffrey to his right. Warner comes underneath. Play action. Purdy back time. Throws over the middle. Caught by Debo. Samuel makes a man miss. A second man. A third man. He runs out of his tackle. A fourth man. Debo can't be tackled. They finally drop him on the giant 33-yard line. He broke four tackles on that play. I think there were seven and nine um, in the first half. And a few of them were screens where they just caught and run and you know, got to rally the ball and make tackles. Um, again, I'd say both sides. You know, it was third down was a huge tonight in this game. It was a contributing factor to must have been double the time of possession, I think. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Giants head coach Brian Dayball, yeah, pretty damn close to double the time of possession for the Niners over the Giants on Thursday night football. 39 minutes to 21 minutes with the ball. And I could give you a bazillion other stats that would indicate how lopsided this was. Uh, Giants had 78 total plays. The nine, I'm sorry, Niners had 78 total plays. The Giants only had 46, though they did actually have about the same number of drives. They just couldn't stay on the field. Uh, Niners had 441 total yards. The Giants had 150. That's it. Uh, the Niners had 26 first downs. The Giants had 10. The Niners were 9 of 16 on third down, and that's something Brian Dayball referenced. The Giants were only 3 of 12. So they couldn't stay on the field, and then they couldn't get their defense off the field. And one more stat that jumped out at me, the Niners averaged nearly 6 yards per play. Think about that. They were very rarely in situations where they were third and long or even third down because they're averaging six yards, roughly six yards per play. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Daniel Jones without Saquon. Just didn't make enough plays, I think. Uh, obviously, it's a good defense uh, going up against them, and, and uh, credit to them, they play well, but we got to convert you know, a couple of those opportunities. You know, When you play a good team like that, you got to be – uh, got to be crisp, got to be, be clean, and, and uh, we didn't do that. So we'll get more reaction from the Giants and the Niners. Still Christian McCaffrey, who has now scored in 12 consecutive games, matches the great Jerry Rice. Uh, he's automatic 
And no wonder the highest paid running back in the NFL. Also, we've got our poll up after hours game of the week. What is it? Some strange bedfellows this weekend. So check it out on Twitter and Facebook. It's after hours CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 